Financial advisors are going to feel even more upset about not putting clients into gold. Why? Because there's no gray area. Again, we have hundreds of case studies of what America is walking through now. Everyone is about the same. Currencies, bonds, it crushed. The wealth has transitioned to gold. Hey, my friends, you have seen us with Drew Mason before. He is the individual who runs St. Joseph's Partners, the group that we partnered with at LifeSite to bring safety to your families in terms of preparing yourself with gold. Um, and he's been a great prayer warrior uh, for LifeSite and for all of you. He's also been someone to bring us a lot of the ways to fast and how to prepare for the times we're coming in, not only uh, secure it for your family in terms of um gold but also a gold and silver but also in terms of preparing yourself spiritually um he's back with us today because there's some new developments in the economic sphere that we need to be aware of uh, some rather major developments but also it's a time of grace that you're going to want to hear about this is the john henry weston show with our guest drew mason stay tuned drew so good to be with you again Praise be Jesus. Thank you for having me, John Henry. I'm so enthused to be here with you and your audience. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Let's start with grace. What, what's going on? Thank you so much, John Henry, for allowing me to share this. So, so many believers look at the headlines today. They're so gloomy, and they're so concerning on, on all fronts. Well, for years... In Medjugorje, which has been a font of conversions for 40 years now, Our Lady has been warning us again and again, Satan is on the prowl. You have to know how to protect your children, how to protect your families. And she's been very cautious. But on Christmas Day this year, when she spoke to the youngest of the people who have been graced to visit with her, she said, grace is spreading throughout the world. Grace is spreading throughout the world. For her to say that, from her perspective, alongside her son in heaven. We're seeing the headlines, we're seeing the negatives, but she sees what the Holy Spirit is doing. And she is saying, this is the moment for us not to be scared, but to step up, because there's incredible opportunities for us with this grace. And I'll share with you a few, John Henry, that I that have just come across uh, my transom. My bride is in Walking with Purpose, which is a woman's uh, Bible study group. And one of their members said, I'm just going to go out. I'm going to talk to all these ladies who golf with me. Now, I don't know what they're like spiritually. I'm going to invite them to a Bible study. So there were 23 women. 13 of them said, I want to sign up for your regular Bibles. An astounding number in a secular group. Another woman stepped up in Naples, Florida. And she said, you know, there just is not any fellowship Bible study here in the parish. So she started a group. And she said, who would like to join me in a Bible study for our Lord? 250 women signed up on the first outing to pray and to seek the Lord. How wonderful that is. And John Henry, I'd share something too that we experienced. We felt very much called to, in contrast to the words of Bergoglio, who am I to judge? Not to judge, but scripture tells us if we see a brother or a sister who's living in a way that jeopardizes their eternal life, it's our obligation to confront them in love. Not to say, I'm judging you or I'm condemning you, but it's to say, I, you need to be convicted yourself in your own mind that your behavior is not aligned with what the Lord says. And in many cases, Scripture is explicit. Your lifestyle is going to prevent you from going to heaven. 
So needless to say, we were dreading these conversations. So these were friends. And it was challenging them about relationships where they weren't married, homosexual relationship. And we finally got up the mustard to go and, and talk to them about it. And to our shock, both of them had already repented of what they were doing. And, if, you know, I feel like if we had said this years ago, it wouldn't have gone very well with them. And so I just want to encourage you out there, if you have been trying for years and you maybe have given up on a sister or a cousin or a friend or a co-worker, to just step out in faith and invite them again and expect these great graces are falling. Because we sense, right, we are at such an exciting moment of evangelization and renewal. It's like the Holy Spirit is just setting this place, setting the world aflame like a tinderbox. And it's wonderful to see John Henry. Yeah, I just had an interview with Kim Zember, one of the very few women on earth, actually, who was in a lesbian lifestyle and then came out. And she described to me, stunningly, if you haven't seen the interview yet, please go watch it. But she's an amazing speaker on the topic and very blunt. She talks about how she met with a priest and the priest was like, you know, it's all fine, love, you know, you, you, we understand. And it's all about giving that falsehood. And she describes herself how harmful that was for her. It didn't help her at all. In fact, it led her into a decade of living outside of Christ. And so it's deadly when we give the opposite message or even are silent about it. it it's so, so harmful. It does all operate on grace. So if there is that opportunity, you feel called to do that kind of thing, please do it. Always do it in love. Um, that's one big thing. You have to love them in your heart, these, these individuals who are tempted in a different way than you are, with something different. All of us are tempted to sin, um, and usually all of us tempted also to sin uh, in, in the area of sexuality as well. So when my brother or sister fights off temptations to enter into sexual relationships with someone of the same sex, just like all of us, fighting off someone to enter into temptation uh, or uh, see something or whatever, do something with someone of the opposite sex. So very much enter it with love. And I think, um, especially if the graces are flowing right now, that that uh, that would be a really good idea. Amen, John Henry. You're right. Because we just want the best for them, right? That's the whole purpose for doing it. I mean, we're setting ourselves up to not be liked. And so I think that comes through. They know you're, you're doing this because you're concerned about me. And that is what we want to project. If that can be actually your motivation and your real intent. Um, and if you don't have that, maybe ask the Lord to get, grant you that grace. Because there are some people who perhaps were harmed or, or accosted by someone for whom it's harder to get there. Um, and maybe it's their call to pray and fast for someone as I know you do a lot. But if you're called to do it and you feel that you have that grace, please go for it um, because it it really does help people. And John Henry, if I could share with you. Um, so we felt led to do another Esther fast. So today as we're recording this Monday, um, this is our first day. And for the audience who has seen any of our work before, we always say fasting is not difficult the way Our Lady has lined it up. Every Wednesday, every Friday, bread and water, but good bread. Our slogan should be fasting. No one said this was going to be difficult because it is truly easy. However, we're aspiring to do this Esther fast. And Queen Esther in the Old Testament was aware that all of God's believers, all the Jews, were slated to be exterminated. 
It was in motion. It was going to be on the 13th. And she felt led to this prescription where she called out a very specific fast for the next three days, asked no one to have anything to eat at all and nothing to drink, which is a tough, makes it tough. So we are doing this novena. We're starting today. If the audience would be inclined, join us now or start in the next day or so, whenever you can. But we'd encourage you to try it. It's, it's difficult. And I would never be so arrogant as to say, I'm going to do it. We go into every one of these saying, we're aspiring to do this, but we may not make it. And if you had to have some water because you sense you're being dehydrated, have some water, but then just get right back up and press on to the finish line as best you can. But our expectation is that it's going to bring great blessings. We are fasting with one intention that we really felt is the precursor to bringing grace more fully to our church, to our families, and to America, who I know so many of us are so concerned about. And our sole intention is for the grace to repent. Now, when we first felt led to this, you don't think, that's what I want to, I don't want that intention. I'm going to go to all this trouble for three days, right? But what more pleasing intention is there that we can give the Lord that we would have the Spirit lead us to want to stop offending Him and to want what He wants? And so, John Henry, we're expecting that we're close to an inflection point again with this revival, this renewal, and that we are going to see this. And it's so important to remember when we look at scriptures, that was what had to go first before all the other blessings flowed. We had to make amends with our Lord before he opened up the treasure chest of his graces for his nation. And so that's what we're doing right now, John Henry. And we'd welcome anybody in the audience who would like to try with us. We think You'll be very happy you did for thousands of years to come. One of the things with the grace going around the world, the scriptures do tell us that where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. So we are having a rough time in terms of the world in terms of sin as well. Uh, but in the financial markets, things have gone rather haywire. What are things looking like there? Since we have spoken, John Henry, there has been major news coming out. So just to summarize, say, the top few stories that we have seen in recent weeks to make sure the audience is aware of them. First, if you weren't aware, one of New York's billionaires made a public statement saying he is envisioning a $1 trillion plus write down coming in real estate, that the valuations are just so overblown because of what the Fed has done. The Fed has bought $10 trillion worth of bonds, which means mortgage rates become artificially inexpensive which means real estate prices become artificially rich. And that's the only reason real estate has traded so well is because you've had this gargantuan artificial buyer. And he said, there's a trillion dollars in a write-down coming. That supported what we had been writing in our, in our market updates. But then just last week, John Henry, a very old, stodgy community bank, New York Community Bank, admitted that they were basically being pushed to the brink of insolvency because of their real estate portfolio. It was so artificially marked to market. And what we believe absolutely is coming, John Henry, is that that story is going to proliferate across the banks. It's inappropriate that regulators have not forced these banks to disclose this already, because it is going to cost investors billions of dollars when this percolates to the surface. The second thing that happened supporting, in conjunction with that, the CEO of JP Morgan came out, arguably the most influential financial firm in our country. And he said, we are basically putting the markets into a, set, a state where they're going to have to rebel because our debts just are insane what's going on. And there is not any precedent for this to work out well. And for the CEO of a, a financial firm like that 
to make a statement like that where he's saying bonds may have worked well for you in the past, but they're not going to work well for you in the future going ahead because this is a different paradigm we're sailing into. We think should be a massive wake up call to investors. You've got to compartmentalize what your advisors are telling you. I think you guys have done such a great job at LifeSite adding value with the news and the perspective you bring. For example, if investors watched or families watched mainstream news, they weren't very concerned about getting the shots. Today, a couple of years later, people are absolutely remorseful about having gotten the shots. And you would say it should have been so clear to these doctors, right? That 35 years of precedent with coronaviruses and it really wasn't deadly. The fact that we didn't know what was going into the shots, how did they miss this? I submit, John Henry, to the viewers, financial advisors are going to feel even more upset about not putting clients into gold. Why? Because there's no gray area. Again, we have hundreds of case studies of what America is walking through now. Every one has come out the same. Currencies, bonds, it crushed. The wealth has transitioned to gold instead. So we can't guarantee that. But finance is supposed to be about the data and the probabilities. That means if it's worked hundreds of times so far, probability is it's going to work moving ahead. And families who don't prep for this are potentially facing, literally, we think, generations of regret because it's so cheap to buy gold and silver now relative to the other asset classes. And then the third story we think investors want to be aware of, there was an expose done by a, a, a former hedge fund manager called David Webb. What he detailed was that the laws have been changed in all 50 states, what are called the UCC laws. Every state changed this. And what it essentially did is it removed us from being owners of financial assets to essentially being beneficiaries of those assets, which may sound nice, but the difference that took place is that now if there's stress, the doors are open for these financial institutions to decide, we're going to keep your assets. You can't have them because we need them to survive. So you have to donate these for the greater good, almost a confiscation of financial assets. Now, to people who are out there, they may think there's no way that's true. It's easy. Go look up the UCC laws yourself. And what we would highlight that just broke last week is that South Dakota has become the first state in the country. And I'm sure it's because of this awareness of these UCC laws. They have now pushed forward legislation to change their UCC laws, realizing they are really setting up their investors for major pain if there is a, you know, a crisis or even just general market stress when it returns. We think those are some of the major events that have happened. We continue to see central bankers and nations around the world selling dollar assets, buying voracious amounts of gold because, we, I mean, it's a vote with their wallets. They see what's coming and they want the protection and the liquidity that gold will give. So we think the urgency continues to be off the charts that investors get to the right allocations. Many advisors are telling their clients, oh, as long as you have you know, a handful of uh, money allocated gold, you're set. And the reality is that's simply not true. We went back, John Henry, and we looked at the data because we now have over 50 years of history since gold began trading freely in America. And if you wanted to optimize a portfolio in terms of what's called the sharp ratio, so the maximum efficiency for your dollars at risk, 20% was an optimal allocation. Over 20% in times of stress and in inflationary times, John Henry, it's a, it's a crazy finding, but we looked at the, the most inflationary years, the top, top 20%. And 
if you looked at that type of inflationary environment, the optimal allocation to gold was 100%, 100%, which is crazy. Now, one thing I need to know, we are not recommending people go 100% to gold. But what it should be saying to people is, if historically inflation follows debts, inflation is so problematic for other assets that you really want to make sure you have an appropriate allocation before that hits. For those who might not know, because there probably are some, at LifeSite, we thought of this already more than a year ago. We thought, oh, we got to be able to encourage our people to invest in some gold so that should things go haywire, their families will be protected because we actually care about uh, our viewers. Um, at LifeSite, we really are a family. And um, so many of our donors are like family to us. They, they keep us going. They allow us to do this work. And so we were very concerned about getting them to invest in gold so that they're protected, but then with whom? And uh, that, was a, that was a tough thing. And then we found Drew Mason and his St. Joseph's partners. So if you want a reliable place to get gold and invest in gold, protect your family, you can do that with St. Joseph's Partners. If you go to stjosephspartners.com slash lifesite news, um, you'll be able to have Drew and his team take care of you there. Um, you can also go to lifesite news and click on the link at the top right hand side of the page. You'll see the ad for uh, St. Joseph's Partners and it's there. Step us through that process, if, if you will. How, how does this work? Um, you know, how when people go there, uh, what will they see and uh, how do they get started? So when you come to the site, just ask for some contact information from you and our team will reach out to you. Um, if you have an interest in what's called a taxable account, meaning uh, you've already earned the money and paid taxes on it, we'll step you through all the details with that. And we have a team dedicated entirely to doing uh, retirement accounts because so many investors have, so many families have an extraordinary amount of their worth in their IRAs and other retirement plans, and they feel very concerned about that. And the, the process is um, more laborious to do that. So our team, we, we take great pride in them making it easy. They step through every part of the process, and they essentially um, help complete the forms for our investors. We try to make it as easy as possible, and we feel very pleased and proud of the feedback we're getting from investors who um, say, you know, your staff returns calls, they're articulate, uh, we, we make every effort to care about what they're doing. Let me just stop you there for a second. So you're saying that you can actually turn part of your retirement investment in, into gold? Yes, exactly, John Henry. So well, the way that would work is you have your current custodian, your, your current account, and we would open an account for you specifically designed to hold physical gold. So it's not paper gold where they may not be able to get it to you. It's physical gold entirely for you. And you would then transfer a portion of your IRA. It does not have to be the whole thing at all. We counsel people, again, to diversify, like the Bible says, but to transfer a portion of that. And then you can buy many types of gold and silver to hold in your portfolio. And then when the client has that, their retirement's protected, but it's been in a tax-deferred wrapper. So there's no tax consequence at all of doing that. However, the client now has the option that if as they're, the investor, if they're looking at the news and they think, wow, things are getting bad, I'm not so concerned about a tax multiplication. I just want my metal with me. They can then call and take distribution of that metal. And that may sound like an insignificant point, John Henry, but 
when you realize gold is less than 1% of global wealth, it doesn't take a whole lot of math to see if 1% of the people want a few percent, you're going to be multiples above this level. And to get gold in what's referred to as money form, where it's been made by a sovereign nation and it carries a face value of currency on it so that it's easily recognized, we are not, not talking about collectibles, run the other way if you hear anything like that, but just bullion that's easily recognizable. So when I want to sell it, you can look at it and say, oh, this, I can prove this is easily true. That to, is, there's going to be such a backlog to get that when people try to convert after the light bulbs have gone on. Whereas by allocating this now in an IRA, client can choose form factors because the premiums to buy now are very low. There are multi-year lows because people are so complacent about the market's doing great. Why would I, why would I worry about preparing for tomorrow? So um, it's a great opportunity for people with retirement plans and, and taxable accounts. If you would, Drew, close us off. Final thoughts. I think this is a grace-filled moment for you. Do not be discouraged as you look at the headlines. Jesus said last week in the gospel to us, go out and preach the gospel. That was his command to all of his apostles. He said, if people don't accept the gospel to repent, just shake the sand off your feet and move on. Know that you try. But the grace is there. Encourage you. Join us for fasting. We're going to convert. We're going to, the Holy Spirit is going to lead to the conversion of so many people. And ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in finances. We can't guarantee you gold's going to work. But when, again, you look at the probabilities, seek the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to make sure you have at least some in your portfolio to protect your family. Thank you so much, Drew. Why don't you guys start with your families? We're all called to evangelize specifically our families, first and foremost. So let's start there. Drew Mason, so good to be with you as always. God bless you. Thanks so much, John Henry. And God bless all of you. And we'll see you next time. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this program. To see more like it, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. Check the links in the description to read more and connect with us on social media so that you can stay up to date with all the latest life, family, faith, and freedom news. Thanks for watching, and may God bless you.